Chromium is an essential trace mineral that is most closely tied to helping insulin work to lower glucose levels. That means you will often see it as a recommended supplement for people with diabetes. In this podcast, I'll look closer at what chromium does in our body, where you find it in foods, and unpack the numerous health claims made about it in helping control blood sugars and even shed excess body weight. Chromium is an essential mineral that participates in carbohydrate, protein, and fat metabolism. One of the key roles of chromium is to help regulate blood glucose levels by enhancing the activity of insulin through its signaling of insulin receptors. When chromium is lacking, a diabetes-like condition may develop, characterized by elevated blood glucose and impaired glucose tolerance, as well as an impaired insulin response. Over some decades, there has been research suggesting that chromium supplements may help lower blood glucose or improve insulin responses in people with type 2 diabetes. But findings have not been consistent, and the evidence has changed over the years as more clinical trials have been done. To showcase the latest research here, a systematic review of 23 randomized controlled trials published in 2020 did find some evidence that chromium supplementation could help improve levels of fasting glucose and insulin, as well as markers of insulin resistance. Doses of chromium used in the trials range from 50 to 1,000 micrograms per day, and I'll link to this review in the show notes. It seems, though, that when chromium is supplemented in people with normal or elevated chromium levels, no reliable effect on blood glucose levels is seen. Though people with subclinical chromium deficiency, which is below optimal but not a true deficiency, may experience benefits when supplementing chromium, but more research is required to confirm this effect. But it is not just blood glucose that is an issue in type 2 diabetes, as there is a range of metabolic changes. So how does chromium supplementation fare when taking a wider view of diabetes outside of blood sugar, such as looking at blood pressure, body weight, liver function, and oxidative stress? Well, in a just-published meta-analyses of 15 randomized controlled trials involving over 800 adults with type 2 diabetes, the effect of chromium supplementation was looked at. And I'll link to this review in the show notes. And for the findings, it was a mixed bag, with some benefits seen on blood pressure and oxidative stress, but not much benefit seen on liver function or body weight. Doses of chromium range from 200 up to 1,000 micrograms per day, mostly in the form of chromium picolinate, which is one of the most common supplement forms of chromium that you'll find on the shelf. Now, perhaps those results are not so surprising, considering an effect of chromium supplementation on blood sugar is not universal, and it is insulin action that is the main role for chromium in the body. Not seeing a benefit of chromium on body weight is not so surprising. Chromium gets thrown around with gay abandon by those flogging chromium supplements online as a weight loss supplement purely on the merits of its role in glucose control. But that's despite little evidence that it has much of a role in weight regulation in people with and without diabetes. 
with a 2013 review of 11 randomized controlled trials finding just a tiny benefit of half a kilogram on weight loss and at a cost of side effects such as watery stools, vertigo, headaches, and skin irritation. So looking at the studies as a whole, it may be that chromium works better if someone is deficient in it in the first place. Surprising, I know. And that's usually only seen if a person has a poor overall diet, so that alone will affect a host of health outcomes. So you don't always need to reach for a supplement bottle. Chromium is present in a variety of foods with the best sources being liver, brewer's yeast, broccoli and whole grains. It should not be too much of a surprise to know that a diet high in whole grains is also linked to a lower risk of developing type 2 diabetes as well as improving a whole raft of metabolic consequences of it. So let's wrap this up. From the research so far, there is a weak case for advocating for chromium supplementation to help with aspects of the management of diabetes. But not everyone responds the same. And from my reading of the research, the effect is likely higher in those who are deficient in chromium in the first place. That is much better addressed by diet first, rather than reaching for a pill. So that's it for today's show. You can find the show notes either in the app you're listening to this podcast on, if it supports it, or else head over to my webpage at thinkingnutrition.com.au and click on the podcast section to find this episode to read the show notes. If you find this podcast of value, then please consider sharing it with your friends and colleagues, or maybe even leave a review. This all helps increase the ranking and reach of the podcast, which means a big win for credible, evidence-based nutrition messages while helping to dilute out the crazy and making the world a slightly less confusing place. I'm Tim Crow, and you've been listening to Thinking Nutrition. Thinking Nutrition.